Hello, everybody. Hello, Jamie and Marcus here. Welcome to Test of Time. Love, hustle, and passion in the restaurant business. Yep. Our story. Our stories. Love, passion, and hustle yes. in our restaurant. 20 years in the making, 2003. Absolutely. So, yeah, I've been an exciting roller coaster in 2003. So, 20 years of ups and downs, and we are bringing our experience to you. Yep. I like that. We are yep. bringing our experience yep. to you. We've written a couple of books. You've written a couple of books. I have my first book out. Yep. Right? Everyone still has to eat. eat. Yep. Uh, How One Restaurant Had Its Best Year Ever During the Pandemic. Um, That is a great book. You have a book out. Yep. Another book in there too. And some recipe contributions, all that kind of stuff. So you can, before we jump into the show, you, reasons your business still has no customers. You can go get this book for free right now at 50mistakes.com. 50mistakes.com. You'll get this book for free. Um, the other book, uh, everyone's last seen is available on Amazon or wherever, or through our website. You'll get it there as well. Excellent. So today, um, this we're going to talk about some some experiences and some conversations that we've had and some phone calls that we've gotten um, over the past uh, uh, couple years or for months, like, how long it's been. Okay. Dealing with stupid customers. Dealing with people. Or not, I don't know. I, don't, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't it's, say stupid. It's people that just need to be heard. Yeah. I, I would just say they need to be heard in some way or another. Yeah. Yep. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay you always say we could write a book on all these interactions you have with people because when people call they don't ask the right questions <laughs> they don't know how to some people don't even know how to like make a reservation they don't they, they have no and some people idea. have no idea how to go out and eat right um and we're dealing with these people on a regular basis and sometimes we're at the mercy of them going online and leaving bad reviews yes and it's just, it's... Listen, people, if you're watching this as a consumer, um, please call a restaurant, leave an email for a restaurant. Don't go online and leave a bad review unless you've made an effort to fix the problem while you're at the restaurant, once you've left, or before you write a review. Yeah. Um, because... If the management then does not respond to you, doesn't care, something different. gives you an attitude, then, then you can go, you, then you should be able to go share yours. But a lot of people walk into places as critics and they want to be critics and they come in and they're like, they just like want to just go on bad. They, they come into, you know, those yelpers that want to just let people know that they're better than you and go online and write these, these just reviews. So everybody thinks they're a critic. Everybody thinks they know more about food than, than. And that used to be me. Than you do. That used to be me when I was a young apprentice, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I thought that, you know, I would go to places that this is terrible. You don't even know how to scramble an egg here, this and that. And that's not what this industry is about. That's not what going out to eat is about. Going out to eat is to if go and relax be... and enjoy um, and have a have an experience, um, good or bad, because you learn from both of those, right? If you think you're going to go out and be a critic, then start a business, do what Zagat did, start a form. Don't go out as just an independent consumer and you think you're going to start bashing people. 
um you're gonna have bad experiences you're definitely gonna have bad experiences we've given bad experiences your restaurant sets out in the morning to say the next table that comes in i am just gonna piss them piss off them. and give them a bad experience no restaurant does it that just happens it just happens because yes. you are relying upon a lot of different moving pieces to make everybody's experience 100 now some restaurants unfortunately don't prep themselves don't train their team don't care as much where they're going to provide more bad experiences than the restaurants that are providing great experiences. So now dealing with these people, a couple of rules that we've come up with, or my my main rule that I've come up with. First of all, I, you have to answer all bad reviews. Yes. Online. But my first rule of answering a bad review is waiting 24, 24 hours. hours. So in 24 hours, it doesn't mean as much as it does as when I first read it. I've been able to sleep the night on it. I've been able to process it. And I've been able to even to say to myself, well, maybe they really did have a bad, bad experience. Maybe I could learn something. Bad experiences maybe, or bad reviews are taken very personally. And maybe there is something that I can learn that from. you can learn, right. And then I can say, you know what? The more I read this, these people are just idiots. <laughs> and I'm going to respond back to them and let them know that they are idiots. Wow. Which so right. so one of our rules is the customer is not always right. And we were talking to this with the wine broker yesterday mm-hmm. about this. The customer is not always right, but whose job is to tell? It's the owner's job to tell the guests that they're not correct. Not your staff. Or not not your staff exactly. And I think that's a a distinction that you have to teach your team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we teach our team that we go to bat for them. We 100 percent will get your back if you've done the right thing. Because guests are not always right. But I think a guest just expects the restaurant to bow down to get the team member in trouble or put the team member, mm-hmm. you know, under the spot, under the, you know, put the team member under the bus and just say, I didn't get this, I didn't get that. This is terrible. This, this, and this. And 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 all of a sudden the restaurant owner is bowing down to them, the staff's bowing down to them. And that's not that's not how it works with us. Right. We legitimately do things wrong and we're sorry, we apologize. But if you're going to be, we're human. If you're, if you know, you're, you're human. I, I like that saying quite a bit. I say that we're we're human. Like you know. Tell us about the phone call you just got. Oh gosh, so I got a phone call. So first off, before we that, <laughs> we have a we have a, a very descriptive menu because descriptions sell. You should always have listed where stuff comes from. If it's from a, from a farm, the farm's name, how it's cooked, is it grilled, sautéed, um, you know, roasted, wood oven. There's all things that you can do to describe your food to upsell it mm-hmm. and make it nice and make your menu look really nice as opposed to salmon with beans and the sauce. Right. No, wild pan-seared Pacific salmon line. Right. It also helps your staff be able to know the uh, how to describe the menu item as well so it does it, it helps them as well be able to describe it or the guests might not have as many questions because now they know it's been pan seared now they know it's wild um you know and they know what sauce comes with it exactly. um but Let's talk about this phone call you got <laughs> you first of all at the bar you said i heard you say to the person let me put you on speakerphone so my husband can hear you hear this. Because it was so ridiculous um, from the moment he called um, that I just had to put it on speakerphone because I, I needed to to almost to validate that I wasn't crazy, that this person was um, just reaching for something to complain about. 
So, um, so also what I wanted to tell you was, you know, not only is our menu very descriptive, but we have 400 um, spirits behind the bar and our wine list, it's a binder. And, you know, we're giving out, um, you know, we're giving out the binder, which has our specials in it and the, our wines and everything. We give out our menu and we give out a beer, uh, beers by the, by the um, can and, and on draft. So those are the three menus that people get when they sit down at the restaurant. So anyway, so this gentleman calls and he says, let me just start off. He goes, can I speak to a manager or an owner? And I said, I'm the owner. You know, my name is Jamie. What, what can I help you with? And he started off um, saying how wonderful of an experience he had. The food was fabulous. The staff was great. Um, everything was great. And I just kept sitting there like, okay, what wasn't great, right? Because you don't call a restaurant. Most times people don't call a restaurant to tell you how great everything is. And it would be nice to have some of those calls all the time. So I was like, okay, um, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I said to him, that's great. Um, thank you so much. And he goes, but, and I said, okay, what could be the but? <laughs> so your this the service was good, the food was good. So what is the but? So the but was that there are our menu. There's three menus, and they are way too lengthy. Um, and we're basically it was kind of like we're pushing. Um, and we shouldn't be doing that. It's way too confusing. There's way too much. And then he went into, and when we got our check, the check presenter had all of these pamphlets in it and it was just too much. And I just felt like it was just too much. So how do you respond to that? So my response was very simple. People come into our restaurant for all different reasons. They come in because they have allergies to food. They come in because they care where their food is coming from. They come in because they want um, an independently owned spirit. Um, they come in because they want to learn something. I said, I don't know if you know our goal here at the restaurant, but our goal is to educate and to educate our guests, to educate our staff and to put more. You told them to be transparent. And I said, we, we want to be transparent as well, because we want people to know where things are coming from. And he goes, Oh, right. What did he say? He goes, oh, well, if that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's what you're doing. He goes, but you should put water on the but table. But you should put water on the table. So he just wanted to complain about something else. So then he said, well, you should put water on the table. You know, you have water and you have a non-alcoholic list or cocktails. Um, You should just put water bottles on the table. And I said, well... You know, I, I quickly was thinking like why we don't, um, we do in the summertime when it's a little warmer um, and hot outside, we were doing water bottles on the table, but I, we, part, of our, green part of our green certification is, and it's listed on the bottom of our menu and it talks about not over giving water, right? To conserve water. And um, so basically it tells us in, you know, the green certification that people should ask for water and we shouldn't even serve water. Um, unless somebody has so asked water, water should be served only, only on, on request. request you shouldn't leave extra bottles right. you shouldn't write so that's actually on our menu, menu. like there's 80 million gallons of water that gets wasted in restaurants a year united states and to, to do our part to conserve water water is available on request and we'll come by and, and you know and whatever that's what's on our menu so he was like well well what he says then he said he doesn't drink alcohol well, he doesn't drink alcohol yeah was kind so of his then other we're like, thing. okay, now so I said, do you really understand what we're doing at the restaurant? I mean, I was very, uh, I was trying not to laugh because I thought it was really funny. I thought it was a joke. Um, at first, I really thought it was a joke. At I first, joke, like, I really like thought you it. had a great meal. Everything was great. 
and this is resonating with you so much that you had to haul and take time out of your day. Yeah, just don't read to... the don't read the whole menu. Right, and that's what I said to him. I said it's not like we're being pushed. Don't drink. Don't read the long list. Pushing anything on him. We didn't push the check presenter stuff and pull every pamphlet out. He chose to look at every pamphlet or he chose to look at all the stuff. I mean, we do lots of things like plant trees for um, any bottle, any drinks that we sell that are organic. We, you know, cause we're giving back. We have a, um, you know, we travel a lot and people love to travel with us. So we have a travel brochure, you know, in our check presenter, yep. we have a business card, which, you know, I and we have one and we have win a free birthday and win a free birthday, oh, no, a free birthday. get a free birthday entry. And, um, get a free birthday entree and you can fill out and leave your email. But these are all choices you have. You don't have to look at them. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Right. Like you didn't have to look at everything. Just read what you want and order what you want. You know, yeah. I mean, that was, so I was really, um, I was really taken aback by the phone call and it really affected me in terms of, well, number one, I, I questioned, well, do we have too much stuff on right. that we're giving to the table? Do people request so things? So here's the thing that 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 I learned from this phone call. There's a previous episode we talked about what we can learn from things like this. Here's what I learned. Our staff has to be descriptive with the handout menus. To hand somebody three menus and one of them's a binder doesn't make sense. And I'm very careful with this. And I, we teach I our do staff. It as well, yeah. But maybe this person, maybe the staff member who handed them this Did menu. Did not explain anything to them. Here's our food menu. Here's our food menu. I open it up for me. Here's our food menu. There you go. Here's today's specials are in front of the wine list. First page of the we wine all, list. And I always say we also have our spirits in here. We have a huge bar. We do all independent spirits. And then I say, here is our beer, beer, list. beer menu. So I'm very explicit about what, what I give out. To so people. now I can see if somebody sat down for the first time and they were handed all of these three things. And they're like, I don't drink. Like, what am I looking for in here? And this is another menu that's alcohol. And put it, so I can see maybe how that could have gotten him a little upset, saying, well, I'm reading all this stuff and I really can't use all this stuff. Right. So maybe maybe a little bit so of So maybe we need to educate a little bit more. Um, so guess what we're going to be doing on staff training this week? We're going to probably talk about how to hand, how menus. To hand, menus, out. How to hand so, menus out. But we always can learn. And I said to him, I said, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. You know, we appreciate it. And he like, he hung up before yeah. I could even like yeah, finish my, yeah. he did not want me to come back with what I came back with. And right. he goes, well, I guess I don't really understand what you're doing there or something. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're not for everybody. I mean, and that's that's the other thing that so now we this have happened, something for everybody. This happened one other time, like 10 years ago. The person from down the street in Wordsboro had made a complaint to us and said, Your word menu's just way too wordy. You're just way too wordy. I don't want to read all this. So you're being lazy, you do not want to read it or what, but it's so crucial for our marketing for people to understand what we're doing for our mission. That's what that's our to, mission. Right. That's our mission. That's what it is. We're making claims. We're making some very bold claims on our website and on our menu. And I was awarded in 2014 or something, top five food activists making a difference by One Green Planet, which was right next to Michael Pollan in the food, babe. I was sitting there and Gabriel Cousins was on the list. Dr. Gabriel Cousins. I was on this list of five people, some of the most influential food people in the country. So I feel like I'm under more scrutiny than any other restaurateur out there because all those other people on, the, on that list were, didn't own restaurants. And that's kind of why I put you on speakerphone so that you could, um, you know, jump in a little bit as well. But, you know, when you're kind of put on the spot, you know, you can only say so much and, and 
you know, I didn't want him to think I was too wordy, you know, on the phone as well. So I just tried to keep it, you know, nice and short and sweet for him. But, you know, there's a lot of experiences out there like that. Um, And that is that is one that, you know, was just very interesting. And it just happened. So I guess the point of this whole thing is don't be discouraged by people saying stuff to you like this, because I know what our passion is. I know what we love to do. And that's all I can try to do in what, what I do every day in the restaurant business. So, so yeah, so I'm not worried, No, but we did learn something from it. There's a takeaway from it. Absolutely. So, yeah. And um, really folks don't get upset about stupid things. (laughs) (laughs) Just smile and move on. Right. Cause that person just didn't understand what we were doing. Yeah. And we're not for everybody. No. You know? now, if, now, if I walk into a restaurant that says we're GMO free, which has happened to us in Miami a few years not. ago, <laughs> and I'm looking at all the ingredients they're using that I know GMOs are in, then I'm going to say something. We're like, you have a sign here that says you're mm-hmm. GMO free. We got kicked out of this restaurant. They wouldn't serve us anymore mm-hmm. because they couldn't back up what they claimed. They could not back up what they claimed. And I said, you're lying. Like you're making this big GMO free statement. And I'm looking at the desserts. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at it. You have GMOs everywhere here. I said, let me see your cooking oil. And no, you can't. You know, I said, come on, let me show me. Take if you're gonna make that claim and put GMO free, show me what oil you're cooking with right now. And your fryer and this and that. And they wouldn't, and they got upset and they kicked us out. They wouldn't serve us anymore. You know what? And that right there, I think is a crime. I don't think it is a crime. It is a crime not having your menu labeled properly and false you're tout- advertising you're touting something that you're not even doing not you're touting something you're not even doing that is not okay because i know enough to question you right but 99 don't they just see natural gmo free whatever organic wild yeah. grass-fed we're doing the right thing and we're using the products that are more expensive and they're getting away with just having that up so if you place. are making that claim on anywhere on your web if you're making that claim you better be able to back it up and be transparent about it because- And that was the other thing I said to him, we're transparent about transparent, everything that we do, right? Be transparent. If you are claiming you're doing something, then show what you're doing. Yep, exactly. And do the right thing. Yep, so. exactly. All right, everybody. All right. All right. Thanks Thank, for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Test of time. 5050mistakes.com. Go get your free book. That rolls you into- um restaurant growth secrets university.com which has a lot of free great content on there uh we love to help people so if you want us to help uh, we can coach you consult you we can help on a number of different ways uh one way that we shine is we help you train your staff better so you have a dream team dream team is where it's at and that's what helps you become a restaurateur that has more time more money hmm. better quality family time just it helps you live your best life. Your best life. That's when you're saying all week. That's when Live yeah. your best life. I've been living my best life since my yeah. birthday, since my 50th. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but as a restaurateur, you, your dream business. This is your dream business. It is. So go and make it, make it what it's supposed to be. Exactly. Thank you for um, tuning in. It is Jamie and Marcus, and uh, we will catch everybody soon.